Okay. Fifteen minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make a note. Okay. Shall we? Yes. Okay. Hey, Hill. Hey, Jenny. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Good. I'm tired tonight. Yeah, me too. I've got some warm tea spiked with some lovely whiskey. It's helping me out because it is cold and tired up in here. It is super cold here. I'm not used to this coldness. We don't usually get cold like this. <laughs> we get it often. I still don't like it. Yeah, I, I'm really having a rough time. And um, I don't know. It's I just it makes me grumpy. And it's been sunny and really pretty, but it's just so cold that I feel like I can't I just can't get warm. Oh, today was gorgeous. The sun was shining so bright that it actually warmed it up. I went on a nice walk just to get outside in the fresh air but now the sun's down it's unbearable yeah but we have each other and this podcast episode we do which we are not going to complain through no we're not we're not going to complain um some news there was news this week so much news we've had a lot of like teasers but we haven't really had anything like massively newsworthy and we don't report stuff on here unless it's official it's true i feel like before we get into that we needed to make an extra special call out and um i think we'll put this in our new segment called anything strange or startling yes (laughs) yes yes huge shout out to who? Papa Cass. <laughs> Thank you, Cass. The one Garden Tart dad, neither of our dads. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, this is the irony, I couldn't pay my dad money to listen. No. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he's com- He's proud, but he's yeah. completely uninterested. I got him to listen to part of one app, and he was like, is there something else on the radio? Like... I'm like, oh my god. He said it politely. Right. I get it. We're a specific. We have a specific niche. Yeah. But. But the Garden still, Tart Dad, the official dad of the Tarts cast. Yes, Garden Tart Amanda's dad. Yes. Cast who bought us some coffee. We we are part of the fundraising platform. Buymeacoffee.com. And he bought us a bunch of coffee to help support our endeavors here. It's so Which sweet. is good because we've been spending some money recently. Yeah. So thank you, Cass, so much. Thank you so much. That was so strange nice. and and startling in all the right ways. Yes. The best ways. So if you don't know, Bono and his dad used to go to drinks together at his local pub. And his dad would ask him anything strange or startling. And they would talk. Yeah. That's how they would have their conversations. Um, and Bono talked about this in his book. Sure. Mm. And um, it's a main part of the of the stage on, on the book. Yeah. And we just decided 
immediately upon hearing that that we would incorporate that into our ups and this is the first time we've done it because <laughs> <laughs> we keep forgetting because we keep forgetting but we have worksheets and um so we won't forget now no but i feel like it's a good lead into the before we get into heavy stuff it's a good place to start it, it really is a good place to start yeah. i even though it's on my worksheet, I kind of still glanced it over for some reason. I went to content. <laughs> but, yes. Anyway, we have news. And, again, we don't report anything on our on our podcast unless it's come from YouTube.com. Right. Or a major news source like... I don't know, CNN. (laughs) Not even, it just has to be like to us, the most reliable source as reliable as, as yeah. But just because it came up in an article about guitars or something like that, I don't take that as, I don't know, venue building articles. I don't take that as anything. It's official. Yeah. Official. It's gotta be, one of our legitimate news sources and mostly just youtube.com. I don't generally, we don't generally talk about it unless it's been on youtube.com. Right. So the news this week is that on March 17th, finally, the album Songs of Surrender will be released. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Um, and it, they announced this and immediately also announced that the following day, which was last, I don't even know mm. what day it was last week. It was um, someday last week. <laughs> and that the first single would be Pride, which makes sense because as we're recording it, it is Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, birthday. birthday. And tomorrow's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So, um, anyway, that was great news, exciting news. They're going to be four. Um, on the deluxe set, they're going to be four albums. On the regular set, they're going to be four sides. I don't know how that works with a CD. There's different. The CD might be 16. There's a 16 track version and a 20 track version. Okay. It's not deluxe. And maybe the CD is 20 tracks and the LP is 16 tracks, eight on each side or something. I'm not sure, but there's. Yeah. The only way to get all the songs is, well, they'll be digital. You can see them all on Spotify and, like, Apple Music. Right. They're just grayed out except for Pride. And um, But the deluxe CD and the deluxe vinyls will have all 40. Yeah. But they are each a band member, which is cool. Yeah. They each have their own handwriting on it. To which someone said online, she's like, and to think we always thought Bono had the worst handwriting of them. No. <laughs> he kind of still does. <laughs> yeah. But it's, all... I think it's most legible to us just because it's most familiar to us. Right. That we're we're all fluent in Bono scratch. For, for the most part, yeah. For the most part. There, there are plenty of times where I don't know. But but it, it's, it's a whole lot easier to read just because it's familiar it's more familiar right but yeah 
the the letter Edge wrote, that is some massive axe murder chicken scratch. <laughs> I have a very hard time with it. I did. <laughs> I my dad read it. He was like, I read it with no problem. Do you want me to read it to you? And I'm like, no, that's okay. I I got it. I think I pretty easily got about 95% of it. There were a few where I was like, well, I don't know that word, but I know what the sentence is. Right, I get context clues. And then I can go back and get it. So um, it, there's a, there are lots of versions of the album. There's cassette, there's CD, there's um, two versions of CDs. Three, so far, three versions of vinyl. Well, there's... there's- 2LP, the 4LP, and then the 2LP clear. Well, and there's also a purple. No. No. no not yet, but there's artwork for it. It's not available yet. No. So what happened with that, because I did a ton of research, was okay. that apparently they put them on the website and then took them down because they actually aren't for sale. Oh. And this isn't the first time they've done that. Apparently, that's happened before. And sometimes later, it will go on sale. Okay. And sometimes it does not. So there's there's nothing that's official or available for sale except for the clear. Well, and the clear was funny because we got an email saying it was subscribers only. But I think that was like a 48-hour preview. Yeah. Because then it became available on the website. And then I think people found they were finding it for pre-order in stores. I haven't seen it. The clear. Yeah. I haven't seen it in any stores yet. Okay. Um, I I mean, people. There was somewhere, I think, like in the UK or someone saw it on a website. But I was like, how limited edition is this? Well, I think that it's it's probably people bought it and are are already reselling it. Oh, because they pre pre-ordered it. So it's not. Um, I mean, interesting. There is a pr- one. I saw one purple vinyl on eBay. Hmm. One, and I don't think that was. But apparently, for the brief amount of time that they had the stuff on YouTube.com, you could buy them. If you bought it in the like ten minutes or something, it was up there by accident. They let you buy it. Oh wow. Oh gosh. Yeah, but but only a handful of people were able to buy any because they immediately took it down. Interesting. So uh, supposedly the blue vinyl is going to be a Target exclusive. Blue purple. Is blue. it blue? It's just blue. There's a blue vinyl too? There's blue, green, clear, and purple. The only one that's for sale is the clear. The other stuff is is I'm I cannot stress this enough. It's just rumors. There's no one that's been able. Right. To, and the I, black, I the black is the black and clear. You can buy everywhere. Uh, if you're looking to buy it, it is slightly cheaper on Target.com than it is on YouTube.com. I think it's significantly cheaper. Is it? Was it like thirty dollars last? Twenty or thirty dollars? For the, you know what it is. I, I apologize because my mine wasn't because they let me use my discount code and then they stopped that. Right. It's like ninety three dollars or something on Target. Yeah. So it is significantly cheaper for the black vinyl or the CDs on 
Target.com. That's really um, fucking annoying that, I don't know, I find it annoying that like, you two can't have the cheapest prices. Well, I, I agree, totally agree with that. And I mean, like, I, I would rather not give my money to Target if I can, you know, give it to like a smaller business, except that they're making money off of it no matter where you buy it. So you may as well get the cheapest price. Right. Yeah. YouTube.com is not a smaller business. I mean, I've now I've bought the four vinyl, like exclusive box set, whatever, and the clear vinyl. Like, I'm just the beginning right. of shelling out money for this album. <laughs> just the beginning, because I do believe that the blue and the purple and the green will be available, right? Somewhere at some point, but. I don't want to say any of that because it's not for sale anywhere. The green makes sense with it coming out on St. Patrick's Day. And apparently people have seen graphics for a green cassette as well. Yes. Like there's that's out there. So the idea yes. of it is out there somewhere. Well, I think all of it. I think the reason is all of it went on, went up on YouTube.com and then they took it all down. Gosh, they really never have their shit together, do they? But I'm just, again, stressing that is not anything official. You did not hear that here first because we're not trying to, like... No, we're just speculating what we've seen online. Yeah. But none of that's... It's not for sale anywhere. Um, And I have checked twice today on YouTube.com because I want that green. I want the purple. I want want it all. But I really want the green more than I want. I want the green. I like the purple because it's, like, marbled a bit. Yeah. Um, so the other news is that, and this is interesting because everyone in the world reported this already incorrectly. Yeah, us too. <laughs> Did we? We didn't know. I mean, about Letterman. I, I, I speculated something about it. Oh, well, we knew that we knew that Bono and Edge were going to be on Letterman's special, but everyone in the world reported it was going to be his Netflix special. So it's when not, it's not part of his special, it's a standalone. Yeah. So when Bono was meeting with Letterman in New York and stuff, I did speculate that what else could it be for than my next guest needs no introduction. Right, right. So I speculated incorrectly. Okay. Um. Well, it's it, and that's that that's a great. I I would assume that was correct as well, because he has his own show on Netflix. But this particular show is a standalone. It's not my next guest. It's a standalone special that's going to be on Disney Plus. And that also comes out on March 17th. And it looks fabulous. It's called A Sort of Homecoming. Yes. And it is literally about it's it's Letterman is just the no the host slash narrator type thing for you two to tell their story right it's bono and edge yeah from what we i mean that's the promo says bono edge and letterman yeah in letter yeah. in preview it's that letterman says that he's had a lot of you know good things happen in his career but this is one of this is one of the highlights which is what Stephen he said Moore it was said. the top he said it was the best yeah Stephen Colbert said this, that it was one of the highlights of his career, too, when he interviewed Bono in front of us. And yeah. that was amazing because I felt like there was a good energy there. Yeah. And so 
that brings us to the main topic, which is that they released a, a reimagined version of Pride. Yeah. Um, that's all the news we have, correct? Yeah, as far okay. as I know. Yeah. They have a reimagined version of Pride, which was very timely. And um, Dave Fanning aired it first, as always. Say that again. Dave Fanning was oh, the first yeah. to play it. Of course, Dave Fanning was the, f- the first to play it, like he has for every single that you two have ever had. Yeah. What an honor. And what an honor that we got to meet him. Right. Yeah. So I played it for our Virginia friend, Kelly. We have a lot of Kellys. <laughs> yeah. And her head, like, looked like she didn't know what it was. Gonna, I didn't tell her what it was. And her head spun around, like... <laughs> Like, what the hell is this? She was, she loved it. She did, she did love it. Right. Um, except for one little part, but, but she, for the most part, loved it. And I, I don't love it. And you do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kelly, Kelly said, how perfect is that? That like, you can discuss, we can discuss the entire, the full spectrum. Right what reimagined pride is because we, we we don't see it in the same way. Well, and it's just, it's, it's, that's the beauty of art and you, and is that it's hits everyone differently. Yeah. And even if you and I both loved it, had the same reaction, it would still be different feels. Oh, absolutely. It absolutely. And so like, that's a really big, thing for this is I mean it this is just our opinion. We don't I mean we don't expect you to to cater to our taste. Like just right. like we expect for people listening to agree with anything that we say ever. <laughs> anything ever. I mean that's you know that's the beauty. However you feel about music or art is, is the appropriate way to feel right. because just subjective i love bono's vocals i really do i mean his voice is just beautiful i just it's not to me pride and it's not supposed to be it's reimagined pride i understand that right but i just have such a connection even though it's not my favorite song in the world i mean i I think it's pretty ironic that (laughs) and i mean i i say this in jest of course that like Pride. Wah, wah. Right. Let's go pee during Pride. And then we're like, no, oh, give us Pride. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I mean, I'm defending the original version. Like, like, it doesn't need defending. It, there's no, there doesn't have to be one that's better than the other. I just, I just, and, and maybe it took all this time to realize how much I love that song. <laughs> right. You know? Like, I don't, I mean, it's, it, but when you think about all the, I say, I've said this a hundred times and recently, when you think of all the songs in the whole world, every U2 song to me is almost better than that. Well, you know, no so matter for me to say that there's not a, that this song isn't great. It's still better than almost all the songs in the whole world. Right. Well, and like, even in our last step, when we were talking about like one lyric from each um album and you brought up pride and I think we're just 
it, it's just to our ears, it has been overplayed. It's too much on the radio, too much in concerts, too because we've attended too many concerts, these kinds of things. It doesn't mean it's not a perfect song. <laughs> it's a perfect song. Perfect. Yeah. It, it to me, it's you know, it's a song. It's a brazen, angry song about something you should feel. Yeah. Brazen and angry about. And I just feel like I mentioned this a, a while ago, but a friend of ours was talking about the the cover album that came out with whatever the deluxe yeah. baby years ago. And she said that um, Snow Patrol's version of Mysterious Ways took the sexy out of Mysterious Ways. Yeah. And I feel like this version took the what was my word passion thank you that's exactly what I said took the passion out of pride and that's just my again I feel bad about saying anything bad about it no and you're not alone a lot of people are saying that and um can I I don't want to I want you to keep going pages so go ahead okay (laughs) I have pages I have, like, pages. So, for me, and we got, I got in a, you know, we have this YouTube chat group on Facebook Messenger or whatever. And um, someone on there was like, you know, I just hear old men. And I'm like, and it was just talking about being slow and boring and this and that. And I replied, you know. I went with gusto. I wish I, I could pull it up right now, but I'm not going to. But I was like, I hear knowledge. I hear experience. I hear expertise. I hear professionalism. And there's some changes in the song, which I'm, I kind of am working out in my head as my own interpretation. Well, one of them was one that he had been singing was the one boy washed up on a beach. One boy will never be kissed. Well, there's also the change is that sometimes in the new version, it's what more in the name of love. Yeah. And other times it's one more. Yeah. In the name of love. And to me, that's like MLK and this boy that washed up on the beach. And, oh, my God, there's another one and another one and another one. People are dying for the things they believe in. Right. And I go back to during... um. I remember hearing Sunday, Bloody Sunday during I&E when they were like on the catwalk. And I was like up in the stands. I could see the whole thing. I had my kids with me. And I was like, oh, my God, they have turned this angry, angry song into a prayer for peace. And that's how I see this version of Pride is that it's like this. They, they, they've their protest when we're young we tend to protest so loudly and as we get older we protest smarter i i agree i agree with all that i so i never got that from the the reimagined version the live yeah. sunday bloody sunday because the drums carried the anger right yeah and it still was there. It still, to me, was absolutely, you know, and, and I had this conversation with my brother, like, oh, my God, how dare they make Sunday Bloody Sunday acoustic? And I'm like, who cares? As long as the drums stay angry. On a pair, I don't think everything's going to be acoustic. 
it's not but it it sounds one of our friends no it's definitely not but one of our friends said they hoped that reimagined didn't mean like slow and quiet for everything right i can't remember the exact words but it was along those lines and i agree with that but when you listen to there are a few songs that i mean you that they played in the audio book but they've released a few different or people have released a few different versions of songs on tiktok yeah um is stories for boys and that's fabulous i i have no singing i have no complaint i mean that to me is it's just something about pride and i feel like martin luther king was a pacifist and this song and pride has always for me been the anger that he could not he he wasn't allowed to he wasn't allowed to have I mean obviously you two they're not violent but listen to Sunny Boy Sunny listen to Pride there's a passion in it that is violent you know that comes across as this big guitar or whatever and I just in my heart it just there's something so missing from this new version of Pride. I also really don't like the whatever. The, chorus, the Mumbai, the electrical thing. The electrical thing, I really it's don't. It's a chorus from Mumbai. Yeah, I just, I don't like the techno electrical sound. I don't, it's just not me. And again, that's just not me. That's right. not to say that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean, but I want to say again. It surprised the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, but in this guy, he did one of the remixes of the um, Ahimsa. He has writing credit on this song because of that chorus. That so I could see how, like, their time in, you know, learning about Ahimsa and stuff could work into this direction Yeah. of more I, peace. I, and I also want to just step back real quick. I think the Sunday Bloody Sunday, I think it came off to me differently, the new version, because of where I was seated. Yeah. I think that made a huge difference than being down on the floor, that I heard it differently up there. Anyway. it I, It's just there's something missing in the intensity, in the message. I don't know. but But again, I just want to say, like, people are... I'm not complaining about it. And I'm just saying this for everybody else because I've read, you know, people losing their crap over this. We're not owed anything. No. This this is a passion project for the band. And they need to do whatever the hell they need to do. What they want to do. That's their art. It's not my art. Right. And it's their, they're their songs. And Edge said something in his letter that was and I really I feel like it's worth taking this to heart too that like once we surrender to the reverence of these songs the importance the unmatchable the magnitude of the original songs and allow that to exist over here right it's allowed to create then you that can still exist while creating this space over here right that, I, that's how I took that message and it makes me so fucking excited to hear what this turns into live. Because I don't know, in my mind, it's going to be kind of a mashup. I hope it is. <laughs> because I'm sitting there thinking, 
to this version of pride like i mean part <laughs> i don't hate pride i'm just you're right it's just so we're we're so used to you it. sure the fuck love it when you're in the middle of pride in a show right like, same this they could not yeah. how do you how do you do that this version it's just you got to make fun of something right so i we're gonna have to find out i don't know i i mean i'm i'm excited to yeah find out i mean i don't know i just i think if i'd never heard the original pride before i i would like this version if also i didn't know what it was about maybe right I don't know. I, I just. I think um, Edge's guitar in the middle, where he comes in really heavy, that to me bring. I mean, that obviously is meant to add the passion up. And then, I mean, Edge and as awesome as Bono's voice is right now, when he harmonizes with Edge, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. And then when Edge has that main part. In the end, and then Bono comes in like fucking high as fuck on top of it. Holy shit. I want that to live forever. I will say the electronic, the chorus from Mumbai, when that came on, I was like, oh, we're doing this. (laughs) And then I just got over it. I'm not a fan of it either. But I just like, like, oh, apparently this is around. (laughs) I thought it was an interesting choice. Yeah. There's a video of that guy um, who did that part that he posted after Pride came out of a conversation that, that he was having with Bono. And all it is is Bono saying like, oh, we've got it. We've got an idea. We've got a spot for that. But we can't tell you yet. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't know when that conversation was had. It looks like it was backstage. Maybe it was in India. For all I know. Yeah, so um, what is that? I can't wait to hear everything else. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so much so. It's just so exciting. And I'm, you know, approximately 40 of these we have heard the intro to in the audiobook. Right. But apparently, the, well, not apparently, the track listing does not match up with Bono's. Chapter. There's like 12 or 15 that are diff- completely different. I forget the number. I think it's 12. Yeah. That aren't chapters in the book, which is yeah. the book. Book. So that's exciting. So I do have a question for Bono over whiskey and cake. And that is, I mean, obviously, you two songs, they, they live in their live form. And... He has sang and they have played Pride 269,000 times. I think it's the most played song. It is. It's the. So I'm pretty sure it is. It's, Last at some point it was. It's the most played of the songs I've heard. It's number one. Yeah. Where it, it was Treats and now it's. Yeah. Well, so it's really far up there in their catalog anyway. It's got to be. It's. It's got to be like number two <laughs> if it's not number one. I think it's. Number one, because it was pr- it was played every show that Streets wasn't played. Right. Anyway, how long has he 
and or the band been hearing a version like this in their heads? Did this arrive as they were working on the project or was this a sound that it was already forming? Yeah. As because we know lyrics change as songs go on live, as news and history happens, as life goes on. I do like that he slowed some stuff down and like kind of formed full sentences. Oh yeah. I like instead of shots rang out in the Memphis guy, it's the or instead of shot rang rang out and now it's the shot. Right. There's a few little ofs or this like I'm like, oh, we're not yeah. texting like a teenager anymore. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I mean, obviously that he changed it to, from early morning to in the evening. Oh, I'm sure that was like the greatest pleasure he's ever had <laughs> to officially correct that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, I was, I watched, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I was just looking through YouTube stuff. And I watched the Obama inaugural or the pre, the concert pre Obama yeah. inaugural, and he he's saying, you know, the correct lyric. He just sing, and I love the fact that he sang the incorrect one for fans because fans know, right? We're we're not holding that against him anymore. Right. <laughs> right. I, mean, I never did. I just but like we know he knows. <laughs> you know he knows. It's not like you know, hey, um, but I love that he played the lyric as it was for us, and then the correct lyric if he was playing, you know, when it, he played it in public. Right. Because that's, you know, God, that would have been awful. <laughs> they would have been like, what? But this was, I mean, he wrote that before there was Wikipedia or anything. I mean, he'd have to go to the World Book. You two just added yeah. to their Instagram story. Oh, I don't have my damn phone. See, that's why it sucks as a camera. It does. Sometimes I get these notifications super late. Oh, new single and pre-add now. It's Apple Music, the fact that you can pre-add. Hear Pride and pre-add the new collection. Apparently you can pre-add with Prime Music too, but I don't use Prime Music. Do we want to talk about the cover of the album for a hot second? Yeah, we should. (laughs) I mean, like, I have a few running narratives where it's like, hey, everyone pick your favorite picture from over the years. And all of the guys were like, fuck yeah, pop. (laughs) We were all hot on pop, man. (laughs) And I was like, not me. I was I was hot during Unforgettable Fire. No, you weren't. (laughs) But then someone like was like, fix it and put Bono's pop picture in there. I'm like, but then it's just a pop album. I get that. But like, Bono could not have been hotter for pop. The hottest. So what the hell? (laughs) If they all did it. But I mean, why? I don't understand. I don't get it. I just, why? Maybe they don't expect people to know. I like, I mean, I'm looking at there now. The backgrounds are like different gradients of gray and then the black. But it's like, it's like, hey, let's have these three photos by Annie Leibovitz and this one by like <laughs> a Anton. selfie. No. What did you say? A selfie. A selfie. Right. 
But it is. It's like three Anna Leibovitzes and like an Anton. Yeah. I don't know. Anton probably shot those two. I don't know. I don't care. But it's right. principle of thing. It's just, it's a really, and I understand they want the book image. I get that. Right. But why are the other three? I guess that's another question for Bottle Over Whiskey and Cake is. That would be my question, but talk here's to about the graphic process here. I don't know, but I mean, how many people? A lot, because we live in a YouTube fan world. That's our world. Yeah. But if people you aren't gonna, if you what? People aren't gonna know. People aren't gonna know. If you ask most people, when are these? You know, are these pictures not aligned? No one's gonna know that they're not. Right. And I understand that it is a big focus on Bono, the album. Right. His voice. Edge mentioned it twice in that letter. Like, that's no. But it's just really... I guess who we need to talk to is their graphics team. We need to talk to we Sean need to McGrath. Fire. We need to fire them. And then somehow get ourselves hired. <laughs> I don't think I would know if I want that. I don't know. You either. know what? We have this program <laughs> called Canva. I would like, right? <laughs> I would like to be an advisor. Yeah. Because I just really disagree with this. Maybe we could get Sean on the horn first or something. We'll see if Sean McGrath's done a lot of their yeah. graphics over the decades, and that would be a fun interview. That would be really fun. Talk to us about. The cover of Songs of Surrender and tell us why it is wrong. <laughs> what were what were you people thinking? I'm sure that there's some nothing's an accident. Nothing is Well, that's what Colin but, Farrell said about <laughs> Disco Tech. It's the best <laughs> video I've ever seen. Oh my I, gosh, y'all have we yeah. just shared it. Avril, who's the Scooby Gang on today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Avril. She's 27. Oh. She's a little, she's a little she's pop a, baby. She's a she's an baby. baby. But she shared it. Colin Farrell's in a new movie set in Ireland. I can't remember the name of it right now, but he, I want to see the rest of this interview, but he always does this interview with Jamie Lee Curtis. So really and, random. And she was like. So what kind of stuff were you listening to when you were like trying to get in the character? And he's like, oh, I'd go out walking or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I just I just happened upon this whatever. It's an Irish composer. It wasn't on purpose. Blah, blah, blah. Drags <laughs> <laughs> his phone out and plays fucking discotheque. And they let it play for like 15, 20 seconds. And she says like so dry. She was, was. like, it wasn't an accident. Yeah, I mean, just like, well, and because he, he says again at the end, then it just happened to be that I was a composer, so it wasn't this. <laughs> yeah, that was on purpose. <laughs> um, we shared it. I shared it on Twitter, so you can look through our tweets. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure you can also Google Colin and Jamie. But it's awesome. Yeah, um, it's, well, it's great. Non-Dublin, but otherwise non-related question. Have you seen the movie... Sing Street. No. It's on. Chris found it last night on Netflix. 
but it's set in the 19. I had to look up to make sure it wasn't like a commitments knockoff. It's set in Dublin in the 1980s with these boys who start a band. Huh. And there, there were articles comparing it, how it is very different from the commitments. I watched, I really got into it about 30 minutes into it and I had to go to bed. The Chris was like, he's got to finish it. It's so good. Yeah. yeah so speaking shit. of, of Irish boys in a band, um, you should check out, there's a clip, uh, on Seth Meyers show from, uh, from Inhaler. They are sounding amazing. Amazing. You know, I feel like two years ago I said, I can't wait to hear what they sound like in 10 years. That's what they sound like now. What I expected it would take 10 years for them to get to. They are. are. They've got their second album coming out. They, I mean, I understand also that like they live and work in a music world that there's no time for finding yourself. Right. Your first or second album's a hit or you're out. Right. But holy shit. Holy shit, that band is good. That song is so good. It's so good. And I hate to say it, but what is it called? Love it. Love will get you there. It's 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 it has definitely has U2 themes to the lyrics. But that said, <laughs> Those are just good lyrics. It doesn't have anything to do with U2, but it does sound like to a lot of U2 music. I don't know how you wouldn't be influenced along those lines, but there's nothing wrong with that. He's not a nephew. I mean, name a band that's come out in the last 20 years that That doesn't have a song that sounds like U2. Yeah. Not a good rock one. Um, But also, I mean, I was, I loved hearing Eli, the singer, if you don't know. Um, talk about in just in the past few years, you know, talking about different songs and what they're about. And there was like, there's some great, there's like teenage stuff that I don't even want to think about. <laughs> they're like, oh, but they're getting older. They are. And just like everybody else, your music changes. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Anyway, it's worth, it's really worth looking up. So go to Seth Meyers' YouTube. It'll be on there. That's where I found it. It's on his Instagram and Facebook. It's everywhere. Yeah. And Inhaler just linked, just did like a quick clip of it too. But you, but it'll link you to the YouTube. Oh, goodness. This was a, oh, we do got to go. We had a little, just five minutes of business. Before we hang up with each other. But otherwise, good up. Good up. I like it. Can't wait for our next up, which can we announce? Yeah. Gonna be? Yeah. So we're gonna go through all four albums, sides, whatever you choose yeah. the terminology, and pick which song we're most most looking forward to hearing that we've not heard already. Yeah, that we've not heard the new version of, yeah. Yeah. So there'll be an Edge song, a Larry song, an Adam song, and a Bono song. Yeah. I'm so intrigued. I'm sure they're going to talk about that in interviews. About how they picked. Like, are they the songs that they liked and that they chose to reimagine? Are they songs that really feature them in the reimagined? Is it songs that... Which one is Pride on? 
Oh, that's an excellent question. I don't know. I think I can look real quick. Yeah, can you? Because my damn phone is... I know you're using your phone as a camera for your computer, and it's really screwing you up. It really is. Because I keep hearing... Also, I keep hearing it buzz. So I'm, like, getting text messages and stuff, and I want to grab it. It's right, literally right here. Like, I can grab it, but I, I can't. Okay. <laughs> but I like it. The camera is amazing. Pride is on edges. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I think because, I think but, I might have guessed that. Yeah. Is um Stories for Boys, who's that on? Oh, let's see. Yep. It's also on edges. That makes sense. Yeah. So tune in next week for that. Uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. And it's interesting to think of these songs from, like, their standpoint. Yeah. The Fly is on Adams. Like, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Is New Year's Day? Or I don't think New Year's Day is on here at all. I'm just, I was just thinking of what's my favorite Adam B song, and that's it. Some of Bono's are heavy. Like the little things that give you away. Cedarwood Road, Lights of Home, Stay. I can, that's spoiler alert there. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about this later. Yeah. So tune in next week. Yeah. And you do the same. Look at the four sides and think about what's your thinking favorite. about the individual band members. Which ones are you most excited to hear? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, for now, good night. Good night. Maybe all of this will give us a sign off at some point. At some point, it'll 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 come naturally. It's just yeah. not yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, good night, y'all. Good night.